Hello everyone, this is the Emporium Podcast. I am Josh and I am back with another episode and I am joined by Eduardo. Eduardo? Eduardo, uh, yeah. Wow! Very I tried good. to get that trail. Yeah. <laughs> the owner of Woman. Am I saying that right? Woman. Woman. Yeah. All right, Woman. See, that's why we always ask how it's pronounced because I, I mm-hmm. definitely put the American phonetic on there. So Woman, what is... I, I want to get to that. I want to know what Woman and all that stuff means, but first tell me about yourself, man. Uh, man, what can I say? Uh... Uh, my name's Eduardo. I'm from Peru. Okay. Um, um, and I am the proud uh, co-owner of Peru Goods. And wow. our brand name is Waman. Waman. So what does Waman mean then? It's my wife's last name. Really? Mm-hmm. Yes. Her family started uh, the, this business. So uh, we wanted to name the brand after them as a, a tribute to them. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's pretty nice. I, I know, you know, South America, especially a lot of Latin communities, family's huge, right? Yes. So th- it's really nice that you guys would, would honor them in that way. And is there, is there a translation for like what Waman means? Or? Um, so it's, uh, uh, it comes from Quechua. It's a, a, is it? a very um, old last name in Peru. Okay. And it means falcon, I believe. Really? Um, yes, but uh, I'm not... I'm not exactly sure, uh, sure about that that translation. That's interesting. Uh-huh. I had but, no idea. Yeah, there's an even there's even um, some ruins in Cusco that are called Saxai Waman, and I wonder if there's a connection there. I'm not sure. Sure, because some of those families have been living there for as long as time has existed. You know. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to find out if that's you know where they came from. That's what's so fun mm-hmm. about the archaeology and the stuff that you have in Peru. I mean, you have everything. Incredible. Sure. Yes. It is. And uh, you also have a lot of alpaca out that way. I mean, I understand them as camelids, right? They're uh-huh. all in that same sort of family. But describe to the audience what a... What, what they are? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, they are a, a camelid. Okay. Um, a, they are probably one of our biggest exports uh, besides agriculture. Um, it's not a... Um, not a very well-known fiber uh, across the world, sure. but I think Peru is making efforts um, to uh, have it be more well-known. Sure. Uh, they're um, uh, supporting us exporters um, so that we can showcase alpaca to the rest of the world. Absolutely. What I like about the alpaca wool, because it is a natural hair, it's not actually fiber, right? Um, well, it's. I think it's just... Um, described as alpaca fiber to differentiate from wool mm. because uh, when okay. people think of wool they automatically think of sheep sheep's, sheep's wool, wool. Sure. Um, so I think that's that's kind of how cashmere just adopted that uh. that made up name um, so that it would be differ- differentiated from from sheep's wool because a lot of people have allergies to wool or it's just rough on the skin have you you've had uh-huh. I've had some wool gloves are nice but they do kind of irritate. Uh, yes, the the fiber is is more coarse, and it does have um, it's very oily. Uh, so it has oh. uh, this chemical called lanolin. Okay. And that's what some people are allergic to. Ah, okay. Because mm-hmm. that doesn't that's not in the alpaca. No, fiber. alpacas uh, luckily are um, their fiber is not very oily at all. So okay. the the cleaning process is a lot more. Um, a lot less water consuming, um, and uh, and it also doesn't have lanolin, so people so it's hypoallergenic. Yeah, that's the mm-hmm. best part about it. I love how soft it feels because I go back there and I start 
you know, hopefully my wife isn't listening to this because I bought her some stuff for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And the scarves over there was the first thing that I was like, man, these are soft. You can't even tell that it's a fiber. You know what I mean? It, and the gloves, and they're mm-hmm. warm. That's the other part about it. Like, And the look. So uh, I noticed that there's a lot of different designs in there. Now, are these products being made in Peru and then being shipped to you guys? So yes. what kind of goes mm-hmm. into the whole idea about how the, the design on them, right? I mean, is there mm-hmm. a lot of influence from the local community when they're made? I know there's a lot of questions packed in there, but yeah. I mean, really describe that product. Yeah, um, well, hand embroidery is um, kind of our, our signature. Uh, it's, it's how we started. Um, it's, um, it's tradition in, in Huancayo, where we're from. Um, um, you know, when, when you go to a party or an event, you always wear uh, garments that are hand embroidered. Um, really? So it's, so it's part of our culture, and that's, um, that's why uh, our hand embroidery collection is, uh, has such a big focus. And it's there are most sold uh, sold items. Absolutely. So, do families have their own designs too? Um, uh, no. no. Uh, different uh, different regions have their own okay. their own designs, their own different style. Um, uh, and for example, in in Cayo, it's always like very um, small flowers, uh, oh. and yeah, it's uh, embroidery based on the agriculture that surrounds us. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So where's Cayo at? It's in the central Andes of Peru. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Wow! It, it's the basically the um, the center for all the co- commerce that uh-huh. that is in the Andes. It all uh, um, goes to Huancayo, and then from there it goes to Lima, the capital. Really? Mm-hmm. And then most of the uh, alpaca farms, for lack of a better word, are in that area as um, well, or is there a, a diversity? They're all over the Andes. Um, mm-hmm. That's why we have so many. We have millions and millions of alpacas. I think it's 80% of the world's alpacas really? are in Peru. Wow. But mainly uh, concentrated in the southern Andes, uh, in the really? Cusco region. Cusco, Cusco Puno, okay. mm-hmm, in that region. Yeah, that's been archaeologically rich for thousands of years. It's a yeah. lot of society going on there, a lot of culture, which is really cool. Yeah, totally off the subject. What's your favorite Peruvian food? Oh man, that's tough. Um, there's the, so many. That but, one where you're like, oh, um, I love it when Mama makes that or at a restaurant. Um, well, when, when every time I go back to Peru, the first thing I want is ceviche, and that's really it's mainly because my family is from the coast, from okay. the northern coast. Uh-huh. So that's um, I mean, seafood is is uh, it's a, an everyday thing. Really? Yeah. And Peruvian ceviche, if you haven't tried, is the best ceviche there is. I'm not a fan of ceviche because ceviche is usually cold, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that is the hardest part for me to get around. But a good ceviche is still worth its weight in gold. So you'd recommend that and that's what you want, huh? Uh, yes. All yeah, right, travelers, if you ever go to Peru, ceviche on the coast, right? Ceviche on the coast. And Love if it. you're in Cusco, then uh, you have to eat um, that, I mean, things that are um, from that region. Like, let's see, I'm blanking. Um, there's... Um, lots of pork. Uh, okay. Um, lots of lamb. Okay. Um, yeah, lots of meats with potatoes, and we, I mean, we have like uh, I don't know, like three hundred different types of potatoes. I was gonna say they have some of the world's um, most diverse potatoes. Some of the best colors, purple potatoes in the world, come from yeah, Peru. Yeah, that's right. So that's what you would eat in Cusco. I mean, make sure you eat whatever is from that region because uh, Peru yeah. is so so diverse that I'm um, sold. I'm ready. <laughs> it requires the food. So, all right. So, uh, pronounce the name of the Wam- Waman. 
Waman. Waman. If it's like with the Spanish accent, yeah. Waman. Uh-huh. But uh, here, I mean, uh, we just say we say Waman. Waman. It's just so it's easier to pronounce. All right. So obviously, you sell camelot. Describe your products for us. That's really what I'm asking. Um, so we have two lines. We have a women's line. That's uh-huh. um, that was our 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 first line uh, okay. where we we make garments. Uh, we have. Uh, an embroidered collection, an art knits collection, and an essentials collection. And we make sweaters, cardigans, coats, all kinds of stuff. Um, and then we have also um, our accessories divided into those same three collections. Uh-huh. Um, and um, about a year ago, we added Woman Kits. And that's our kits line. We, we've started making uh, um, alpaca uh, plushies. Um, then we're, we make dolls for toddlers, so, yeah. um, and soon we want to add um, clothing accessories for for kids as well. It's brilliant. The uh, the little mm-hmm. doll things they make back there, the little stuffed animals, uh-huh. those things are adorable. <laughs> Thank I mean, that you. Is a, that is a money idea right there. But they're cute. <laughs> you know, you can see that in any kid's bassinet, you know, or in any kid's mm-hmm. crib or anywhere. It, I like that. It's a heck of a product, man. Thank Did you guys you. come up with that one, or was that um, by the locals who? Sandra and I um, came up with with Woman Kids. We wait. Who's Sandra? Uh, Sandra's my wife. There you and, go. The important yes, one. Yes, she's my wife, and and we are um, the U.S. base basically. We it's just really? us two here in the U.S. and um, her family in our community back in Wankayu uh, are the ones who uh, manufacture all our products. Wow. Um, so woman kids, we we come up with the designs for the mm-hmm. um, for the dolls and the stuffies, and um, you know each one has to go through different stages so that you know we change the face and sure. we want it to look as cute as possible and success. And, um, You've done it. Yes, and we want uh, um, all the uh, the sewing to be on point, and mm-hmm. so they last you for years and years. Yeah, I noticed the uh, all the sewing, all, whoever the tailors, seamstresses, whatever they call them. I mean, that's quality product. That is well hand-stitched stuff, so. Thank you. Absolutely. You know, Woman Kids, uh, actually, Sandra and I came up with it um, to better support the alpaca farmers in Peru. Okay. Uh, because, um, you know, we, we make, in Peru, we make everything from yarn to final product uh, when it comes to the, the clothing and accessories. Really? But we have to buy that yarn from huge uh, companies who, sure. who make this yarn, um, so we're not tech- directly uh, purchasing it from the farmer. Uh, now, um, when we make the uh, the stuffies, uh-huh. uh, that 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 fiber we are purchasing directly from the farmers. So uh, so it uh, directly supports them. That's great. Um, yes, without and without that middleman. Sure. Yeah, because then the farmer makes a better life and living mm-hmm. from that. Which is really nice. Yeah, and they with that money, I mean, it means so much to them because they they can use that money for um, to fix their shelters, uh, their the alpaca shelters, um, to um, uh, to pay for uh, veterinary attention sure. for the alpacas for um, and of course for the their families. Sure. Mm-hmm. How long does it take to get the alpaca fiber, right? Is there a seasonality or are they always just growing hair? Mm-hmm. You're combing it, you're taking it off. So how often do you, um, for lack of a better word, um, um, harvest? We, yeah, it, that's, that works. Um, we, we, we shear them 
once a year, um, every okay. spring, um, which is fall here, okay. uh, the opposite. And um, it's, a, it's a big festival. They, they all get together. I mean, uh, the alpacas aren't um, owned by a particular individual or family. They're the communities. Um, you know, so a community can be in charge of thousands of alpacas. Really? Um, yeah, and they're in spring. They all get together. Yeah. And it's a, they have a lot of food, and it's a big festival where they, they shear them all, um, and they um, divide up the, the fiber into so alpacas of different age will have uh, their fiber will be will be a different coarse coarseness. Really? Um, so you like put all the young fiber together and all the older fiber separate, or you divide it by colors. Yes, that's my next question is I didn't know they had a party for that. So there's a large community and they all own the package, which blows my mind, which is great. Mm -hmm. So they separate it by age and then color. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, are there people, do they just herd them into a shear and then one shear does all the color and then someone does the aging or is it just, who no, does the shearing too? Um, the, the, the people from the community, um, mm -hmm. they, yeah, they, um, it's, it's a huge event, so I, I can't even say uh, that they, each person is in charge of a color or a, di okay. a different or a certain age of the animal. I think it's just all mixed together. It's um, huge piles of fiber, and um, uh, I've only seen uh, photos and videos of it. I have mm -hmm. actu I've never actually experienced it because this happens at huge elevation. I mean, Huancayo is at uh, 3,600 uh, meters above sea level okay, yeah. uh, and I'm not sure what the conversion is but the alpacas live at close to 4,000 meters so it's it's even higher and yeah. to get to these places um, there aren't uh, real roads you know you just um, it's it's tough to you get have, there right because mm -hmm. alpacas I understand it's one of the best pack animals in the world they carry yeah. anything people goods so they also, when they do the shearing, does the, do the alpacas take that? Do they pack them in to where they're going to distribute them? Are the animals still used in that way, in the traditional um, way? Or is it still, like, have they moved on to trucks and stuff like that? Um, no, I mean, the alpacas are used for fiber only. Okay. Um, but llamas, llamas are, are oh. bigger and stronger. Okay. And their fiber is, is more coarse. So um, they're used for, uh, for carrying goods mainly. They rarely carry people. Oh, really? Okay, so mm -hmm. I was thinking of llamas instead of alpacas as the, the pack animal they'd use. Yeah. And so what's the difference between the two then? Um, so alpacas are smaller and um, have shorter legs. They're um, not very muscular. Okay. Uh, and they have this really beautiful fiber. And llamas are uh, bigger, stronger. Um, they have a longer snout, uh, bigger ears. Okay. Yeah, they, they're slightly different, but the main difference is that they're just big and strong and they can Got carry it. things. I love learning new stuff. Mm -hmm. It's always fun. So when did you and your wife sit down and say, I want to get into business working in alpaca? I mean, how did that conversation mm -hmm. start? What got you into it? I mean, what? why did you guys decide um, to become entrepreneurs? Well, it's... Um, two reasons mainly. We, um, I already lived uh, in the States. Uh -huh. uh, I lived in, in San Diego before Colorado. Okay. Um, and we had a long distance relationship. She, she still um, lived in Peru and went back and forth. Uh, and then we, um, I was at a job that I didn't really enjoy. And we decided to 
create this brand, you know, as I said, to um, as a tribute to her family and to continue the line um, that her grandfather started. Wow. Um, and as a consequence, we could also uh, be together here in the U.S. Wonderful. So, uh, so yeah, it's that's the main reason. You fell in love. And that was it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a very, very corny story that I'm always uh, always uh, shy about about um, telling the story. Uh-huh. Sure. Uh, yeah, I always every time um, people ask me about how I got into this and how it all started and how we uh, came to Denver, Colorado. Yeah. Um, I just give them the short version and I move yeah. on to the products and uh, and the people that, that we employ. And that's like my, my favorite part of the business. Well, you should. It's a beautiful story to hear. <laughs> so, see, that's, that's the best part about these, uh, this podcast, the Emporium podcast, is that people see those products all the time, but they never see you, right? And the story that's behind it. And that's mm-hmm. what I think is most important because those are beautiful things that you want to hear, right? I fell yeah. in love with my wife. We wanted to help our community, the, the community back in Peru. And, mm-hmm. so, and that's... You know, those things are nice to hear. So why'd you leave Thank San you. Diego to come to Colorado to do this? Um, but bigger market, better market for it? Yes. Yeah, we, we thought uh, Colorado would be a, a great place um, for us to uh, make it our, our base in the U.S. Uh, we thought um, uh, the weather, uh, we're up in the mountains. With, mm-hmm. And Sandra, you know, my wife, loves the, the mountains. That's where she grew up. Sure. Uh, so similar weather to home. Is it really? Um, yeah. So is it yeah. pretty hot in the summers there? Yes, it gets gets pretty hot. We get really? less, even less snow than than you do here because we're so close to the equator. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's um, it's pretty similar. It's pretty really? similar. See, yeah, it's very harsh. You can get those uh, harsh changes from hundred degrees to snow at night, like sure. we did last year. Uh, yeah, you get the same thing over there. That's interesting. That, yeah, I never put that in perspective. Is mm-hmm. the weather? Yeah, one of the driving factors. Plus your lo- your wife's love for the mountains. Yes, oh, and also we we, um, we we knew that Colorado people were um, environmentally conscious, sure. um, and um, they enjoyed uh, natural products. And I, um, we thought we thought what what better place? Sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. we always support local, and we you know like to support the farm. You know wherever the stuff's originating from to make sure they get a fair wage for what they do. And, mm-hmm. and then I love that you're taking care of the community at home, and you're creating community here for us too. I mean that's. Yeah, it's nice stuff. Solid work out of both of you there. <laughs> Thank you. So, so, I mean, it's kind of like that question doesn't make any sense. It's like where you get your products. You've already described that to me. <laughs> so, um, let's see. So, where can we find your products? I mean, I know we want them to come in a shop at the Emporium. So, mm-hmm. share with us some website stuff where they can just read more about you too. So, which yeah. website? Um, the Emporium is uh, our first um retail location ever um, we we started here at the beginning of the pandemic uh, and the the um, previous owners were very nice to us um, very accommodating uh, and very understanding through that whole that that time that beginning um, and um, we, we love the Emporium we love the shoppers we try to support uh, them as much as possible with uh, little sales here and there and that you know, we are um, being fair trade certified and mm. and uh, caring for our uh, community. It, it means our mar- our margins aren't huge, uh, so we we don't do lots of sales. But we try uh, whenever we can, um, and uh, we we have products here that we don't show anywhere else. Um, mm. 
Yeah, so that so are a lot just of one unique of the to the Emporium. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> other than that, you can find this online. Sure. Um, we have other stores around uh, around uh, Denver Metro. Sure. Um, you can find uh, those uh, on our on our homepage. Sure. On the website. But shop them at the Emporium. That's why we're here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And uh, any socials that you want to share with people so you they can get mm-hmm. updates and stuff like that. Um, you can follow us on Instagram okay. uh, at um, woman.official. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, we also have a Facebook. Uh, but we are are pretty bad with the social media. Well, you're not the only ones to yeah. worry about it. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. We try as much as possible, but you know, it's just, being a team of two, it, it's, it's, um, we're very busy all the time and I, I know it's important. So we, we're going to put more effort into the social media and, and um, give you more updates of what sure. we're doing and uh, give you more information about our products because I know it's not um, it's not it's not a product that you can that you just look at and you know exactly what's going on with it it's it's something that ha- there's a lot of information behind it that you might not be sure uh, visible to um, yeah to the untrained eye sure that's why we're here mm-hmm. to make sure they learn that story so two more questions what's your favorite item that's back there right now if we were to go to your stall and someone came in they're like I need a gift mm-hmm. for my mom what would be the first thing you'd grab um i grab the socks the socks yeah. yes they're my favorite product uh, and i mean i wear them all the time i, I use them for hiking um no. i use them to uh, um to play sports even um yeah they're great um uh they're a performance sock they're not just a, a comfy uh, around the house type of comfy. And I would not yeah. think performance, but really. <laughs> yes, yeah. I mean, uh, alpaca has some, um, um, is moisture wicking, uh, is naturally um, antifungal and antimicrobial. Um, it's uh, it's very durable. It's the most durable natural fiber there, there is. Um, and uh, it's a very good insulator. Uh, you won't get uh-huh. too hot or too warm. Uh-huh. Um, you know, the each hair, each alpaca hair is hollow it has um, like air bubbles really um so it traps your body heat and it, it doesn't allow you to get too hot or or too cold so you're telling me it's the perfect product for just about everything out there yes the socks are are perfect yeah <laughs> Love that. You, we've had we get so many people telling us like um oh these are dangerous once you wear these you'll want to throw away all your wool socks and i'm like well okay i i think okay. i agree with that <laughs> right buy more of my socks <laughs> absolutely <laughs> So a team of two, huh? What does the future hold for a woman? Um, well, we want to, um, with this growth that we're having, we want to do more for our community back home. Huh. Um, so um, uh, we would love to get into education. Um, we want, uh, so we want to educate uh, mothers um, in from our community about how to. Um, um, take care of their their kids um you know a lot of these mothers um have never been to school have have very little education and um and it's um and they don't know you know how what to feed them and and how to feed them how how their kids can have a balance a well-balanced diet um and um how to not become victims uh of either um poverty or Mm -hmm. um um 
abuse. Sure. Um, so we we want to um, have a, a, a classroom of some sort where we can do lectures and we can educate uh, mainly mothers and their children. Sounds very noble. I love it. Yeah, hygiene, all, sure. all kinds of things. So, yeah, it sounds like life in Peru can still be pretty tough then. Um, yes, yeah. I mean, um, life in the Andes is, um, is very rough, um, yeah. especially uh, the farmers that live even higher up away from, from, sure. the, t from the, the main cities. Um, they have it very rough, you know, the, uh, it's very cold up there and uh, their homes are not insulated and they don't have Whoa. heat, uh, they don't have running water, they don't have electricity. Sure. Um, yes, it's very rough for them. And so, you can help giving back, so I yes. salute you both for the work mm -hmm. that you're doing and still making a successful business out of it too. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a it's huge uh, motivation for us. Sure. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Give back to the community and take care of those around you. I love it. Yeah. You guys are doing great work. So, <laughs> Thank you. anything you want to share with our audience before we send them home? Um, uh, what can I say? I, I, I'd say give, um, give alpaca a try. Sure. You know, I think uh, some people think of alpaca and they think very expensive. Um, maybe, maybe I should stay away. No, um, and um, it, it's it's really not. I mean, we um, we don't uh, have a huge markup on our products because we want them to be accessible to everyone. We uh, we want everyone to be able to experience them. And um, and um, so people think of natural fibers and they think maybe it's itchy. Maybe I'll be allergic to it because they have that um, that uh, you know they what they think of wool and. And how it feels. But alpaca is much softer. It's hypoallergenic. It's the most sustainable fiber in the world. Um, and um, if you purchase from us, then you're also um, helping us generate sustainable growth mm. in our community back home in the Andes. Wonderful, noble. I love what you guys are doing. And gang, if you have not shopped, I'm always. I'm just learning how to pronounce woman. Woman. Yes. Woman. Yeah. Woman. If you have not shopped Woman at the Emporium, get in as soon as possible. Also, don't forget to visit our website, theemporiumcastlerock.com, because every time we have some sort of event or sale, you will find out there. Also, don't forget to follow us on our socials. Just put it in the Google search. You know where to find us. So, Eduardo, Eduardo, thank, thank you. you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate the time because I think the story that you two have is something that should be shared with everyone. So, thank you. Thank you for this opportunity, Josh. Oh, it, was, of course. it was awesome. And Great talking to you. I could talk to you for hours. I was going to say, this is probably a conversation that once we're done here, we're going to walk outside and we're going to be like, oh, we should have talked about this. Or we should have <laughs> talked about that. But that's what the future's for, right? Yes. So when um, we come back to this, I'll, I'll, you know, we'll get the updates and stuff like that. So think about what's going to be next for you guys and what's happened since this last one. So I'll be really excited to figure out and hear what's going on with you guys. So thank you very much. You bet. All right, gang. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Emporium Podcast. I'm Josh saying we'll see you at the shop.